Johnny Ringo. You look like somebody just walked over your grave. It's not what he said, you ignorant wretch. Spanish is worse than your English. Oh, Johnny, I apologize. I forgot you were there. You may go now. Well. Latin doll. Evidently, Mr. Ringo's an educated man. Now I really hate him. I want your blood. I want your soul. And I want them both right now. You're so drunk, you can't hit nothing. In fact, you're probably seeing double. I have two guns, one for each of you. You tell him I'm coming, and hell's coming with me, you hear? Hell's coming with me! Don't any of you have the guts to fight for blood? I'm your huckleberry. That's just my game. Or to be in bed, what the hell are you doing this for, anyway? Wide up with my friend. Yeah, well, I got lots of friends. I don't. Woo! That's right. You all have asked, and I have listened. You uh, asked me to do a podcast that went over the West game, and I have a lot of fans out there that are a part of the gaming community that I've been with now for a little over two and a half years. Uh, You'll know me as Big Earn McCracken. I started out in State 1, went to State 14, now on to 28. I'm one of the co-chancellors of RXN, uh, Redneck Nation. Uh, We've been through it all. Your current AVA League champs, your current Vissery champs, and the current West King that resides. But we've had our ups and downs throughout this whole uh, whole venture of West King. Um, So many different things have happened to us along the way. We started out in State 1 as the number three alliance. Um, There was a team called DA and there was a team called Law and they were both uh, very friendly with each other back in state one and uh, back then uh, every troop that fought was gone when they were lost there was no monument their uh, hospitals were very very small so if you got in a fight and you lost your troops were gone even if you won your troops were gone so the rebuild was always it was constant it uh you never were comfortable in the game so shielding back then was even more relevant than it is for a lot of the newer states that are coming out right now all the advantages that you have when we first started in fact there were no packages all you could buy in the game was gold like you couldn't buy gear you couldn't buy anything that was anything that wasn't given to you in the game that you couldn't already build there was no steamer gear, none of these special gear. There were, uh, there were no heroes at the time. I mean, it was as raw as it comes. So we've been through it all uh, through State 1. So a couple of topics I want to go over today. Uh, they're going to be fun. The first one is going to be more for the newer players that venture into our crazy little world that we've been through for, for a long time now. Um, and little tips and tricks of the trade. Uh, to help your path through uh, the West game a little bit more palpable. 
because let's say, let's face it, if you want to make a name for yourself in the West game, uh, you need to do the proper thing. So, you know, we're going to go over that, and I'll give you a list of five of things to do for all of you newer players out there uh, to get yourselves uh, going on the right path because there's a lot of little uh, holes that you can fall through and little tripwires that can derail where you want to be in this game. Uh, and then secondly, I'm going to do a list of players. So you're going to have to wait for that. Um, that's going to be the second topic of the night. So we're going to do two little lists today. And uh, I really hope you enjoy. Thanks, thank you all for listening. Uh, remember to go over to anchor.fm, Liquored Listings, uh, subscribe, you know, send some money. I got to pay, the, you know, help with the sponsors and everything. If you can't help there, go ahead and share this because we're growing and growing and growing as an audience. And I know that uh, you guys are the reason why. So, as I said, you were the ones that got me going and wanted to wanted me to do a post finally on the West game. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Alien Casino's podcast. Um, so check him out as well. He uh, he does a lot, a lot of uh, podcasts about the West game. So you can go through and listen to a lot of interviews. Uh, I've been on there. Uh, Sambo's been on there. The ONC's been, Alliance has been on there. Uh, Duchess. Uh, so many more have been on there. So go ahead, check out his podcast as well. Uh, that's Alien Casinos. Uh, so go ahead, check him out as well. But let's let's get it going. And without further ado, this is for you new players. Let's uh, let's figure out how to get you set up properly uh, without going without going into complete debt, I guess. Um, but that is the quickest way for any player to excel in this game is money. But <laughs> we'll get into that. Uh, so the number one thing that you need to do to start your West game uh, journey is you need to understand what type of player you are. Now, there's a couple different avenues here. There's, there's a social aspect to the game where a lot of people come in and it's just for the social um, makeup where you get to have a community of different people, chat, uh, get out and this happened a lot during COVID, where people join the game just for that experience to have some interaction you get to really know the the fellow players in your alliance as well as in your state so that's one way to go about this game if you're going to be that type of player you really need to understand what a shield is or simply not care if if your troops get taken or if you get raided for all your resources that's one way to play this game and that's okay. There are definitely different styles of how to play this game. If you're here for the social connection, then by all means do that. But the one thing you don't do is whine when somebody else takes all your resources. Now there's another faction. There's fighters. People that play this game uh, to separate from the real world. And they get to go ahead and travel around the West and destroy other people's troops. And there's nothing wrong with this either. It's a fun way to release some aggression. You're, you know, you're killing an actual person's troops on the game. So there's a lot of bragging rights that go along with that. It's a lot of fun. And you need to figure out if you're going to be, if you are that fighting style, you need to figure out what type of fighter you're going to be. You can be a rally leader. You can be a filler. Or you can be a trapper. There's three different ways. 
Now, if you're gonna be a rally leader, you really need to focus on getting proper gear uh, across all stages from range, infantry and cavalry, your heroes uh, set up, and your command center needs to be high. It really depends on what state you're in, but the higher level of your command center, the more troops that you can carry in your rally to do maximum damage. Now remember, all the fillers that you have with you go according to your sheriff. So say you're a T4 rally leader in a smaller state and someone joins you with the new M4s, but your research isn't very good, they're only going, so their research may be higher on their own personal account, but they're still gonna adopt what you have as the rally lead, you, the rally leader, whatever their research and gear is, they adopt those traits. So you gotta be very confident to be a rally leader. A filler, which I typically am these days, I hit fairly hard, but not in all three. So I have to fill a lot, and plus I come from a giant alliance where I'm just not needed to carry out the major hits that often. Um, I enjoy doing it. I wish I was a little bit more powerful because I think it's one of the funniest parts of the game is being the rally lead. But there's something to be said about the fillers. We cannot, a team can only be as good as their fillers in it. So if you have a team right now with a maxed out account but can't get enough people to fill their rallies with quality troops, that rally leader is less effective as well. That could have that could be a you know multi-thousand dollar account, but if it doesn't have the people to back it up, the fillers are so very important. And you'll find that out if you watch a thing like the Vissori or the West King battles. Um, it's a, often a war of attrition where the troops, like how many people in your alliance can back it up, back it up, back it up, continuing to help the rally leaders fill their rallies and be able to be the most effective because when the troop runs out troops run out the team is done um so those are the the main reasons or the last one was trapper now there's a few ways to do this a couple tricks of the trade is to balance out your gear so a lot of people can't necessarily get really good gear in all three setups so the easiest way to trap would be to get seven different pieces from the three major groups the tribal schemer and raiders because i don't expect a lot of you are going to get the uh ultimate warlord package that's very expensive and those crystal lenses are nowhere to be found so the best way to do that is to spread out your gear you know if you can get everything up to purple especially for your new newer players or in the newer if you get it up to blue on in a lot of your newer states into the blue levels you're going to be able to balance your overall defense out. Now, I've got this question a few times from a few of my listeners. Is it smart to just have uh, T3 and T4 troops? And to be honest with you, if you're a trapping account, you really need that buffer. You will lose when it says defense failed. You'll lose, but your swap forced will be so much uh, greater than the attacking rallier. See, what you do is you have multi-millions of tier one, then back that up with some T2 and a little bit of T3. Maybe you don't even need T3, some T4, just to uh, get a little strength in there. Uh, but you don't want to give away how many troops you actually have in your trap. 
So you don't want a lot of higher tier to uh, create a higher uh, force. So you really, if you're trapping, remember millions upon millions of the T1s, back it up with some T2 and some T4 and have your, uh, have your teammates when the rally is set on you, uh, have them throw in some T4 to back it up and don't switch your gear to that defensive gear. Keep it in like a research or troop training setup until the last second and then switch over to your defensive setup so the casualties are a lot more a lot worse for the rallier. So that's what the first thing you need to do. You need to figure out what kind of player you want to be. The second thing is you need to find an appropriate alliance. And that the reason I said number one, find out what type of player you are is to find out what type of alliance you need to be in. In each state, there's going to be the social alliance. There's going to be the fighting alliance. There's going to be balanced alliances. And you need to get in there and see who you click with, what they expect from you, and how they reflect who you want to be as a player. So it's very, very important to find that alliance. If you're going to be a, a fighter and you want to be fighting all the time, make sure you're in alliance with people of like minds because it'll drive you crazy if someone sets a rally and only three people join it. You also need those bigger alliances. That's where you'll find most of the fighters. You'll need those gifts to constantly repair. You will lose troops. So if that's what you're looking for, make sure you get yourself into a fighting alliance. If you just want the social aspect, then go ahead and find the more social group. The one that gets on uh, state chat and has fun and in their, in their own alliance chat. There's just out there for a good time and getting to know other people. Then make sure you find the appropriate alliance to suit uh, the type of player that you're going to be. The third thing you need to do is you really need to work on your gear, your heroes, your research. I mean, a lot, with the research, obviously, comes construction. You need to have you know, your buildings high enough to get the higher levels of research. But these are the most important things in the game. Now, that's, again, depending on what you want out of the game. But if you want to be a fighter, you really need to work on those certain types. Now, I've seen players that are very singularly focused. And if you have a limited, if you have a budget that's not huge, you can focus on one particular troop type to make sure that that's ultimately powerful and you can spend your money on that. Um, but then still try to balance out your defensive setup a little bit. Because when you take a rally, you hope most people in a rally are going to send a missile at you. So that means all of one troop type with the best gear and the best heroes. So you want to be able to defend against all of them. So eventually you are going to want to round it out a little bit. Now, like what I always said, especially when it comes to like the crystals, you want to make with your best gear. So say you want to be singularly focused and say you were in cavalry. Get all your gear set up in that. Um, but your second one, because your opponents will notice that you're mainly a cavalry troop type you actually will want to have more ranged and infantry troops than your actual cavalry because they're going to counter you uh, with an infantry rally to kill your cavalry. So if your secondary setup is range, your range becomes stronger than their infantry that they're sending a mil uh, missile at you with, and there's going to be more range to counteract their infantry. So it's little tricks of the trade like that. So always focus on that with the gear. Your heroes, they go through and learn your heroes. 
Some are infantry, some are range, some are cavalry, and some are all around. And make sure that they're set up in those proper pre-setups that you have so you can switch very, very quickly and at the last second to do the proper damage. Um, then obviously, research, research, research. That never goes away in your force. And that just makes you stronger. So a lot of people right now are getting into the uh, mercenary troops in the new town. And if your mercenary research is only around a five or a six, they are actually less powerful than your previous ones that are nines and tens on the T3 side. So make sure you understand the actual percentages of what you're doing. And it's fully there in front of you when you look at gear, when you look at your heroes, it tells you all the percentages. So take the time and learn your account. Number four thing is just your basic fighting strategies. And I've gone over this already. Learn, learn them and figure out what's best for you. I always, this is one of my favorites because um, I grew up uh, playing with a lot of really high-end high end players that can kill, kill, kill in a heartbeat. So if a rally is set on you, I implore you to do this every time. Now that you understand what your gear, what your heroes, and they're all set up properly, let them set. Get out there and fight. When they're about to hit you with about, you know, 10 seconds left, port to a forest. The reason I tell you to do that is it slows their march down. Now, unless they're the mega accounts that will speed, you know, 5% march on a rally, it's going to take a minute and a half for them to hit you. That gives you all the time in the world to go through and switch your gear, switch your heroes and your defensive setups to make sure, because you'll see what's coming. You'll be able to look, you know, be able to look to see what they're sending at you. So you get the chance to actually set up the proper defense. Always a good little trick. And if you're going to be out there fighting, keep practicing. Now is the time in, as, as a younger player to get out there and fight. Learn what you can do. It doesn't hurt that much right now to repair uh, in a younger state versus when you get out there and you start losing millions upon millions of T4s and M4s and trying to get those out of a monument, good luck. It takes time. So get in there and learn your basic fighting strategies. There's so many people out in this game that can teach you a lot of little, little tricks. Uh, I have a trap player that will have a rally set. And uh, so when he gets scouted, it looks like there's no sheriff home. And they'll continue to scout, continue to scout, and they'll set a huge rally on him. So he cancels that rally right before it's about to hit, and the sheriff is home. So it's adopting all the sheriff properties for defense. They end up hitting a brick, brick wall. Just a couple little tricks like that. There's so many players out there that can teach you the little idiosyncrasies that uh, make this game so much fun to play. And lastly would be to spend or not to spend. And that really comes down to, once again, what type of player you are. If you're going to spend, if you're like most of us and you're an average spender and you want to have a fairly good account and you can afford, you know, five to $40 a week, make sure you're spending it on the proper things. The proper things, once again, goes back to what I've been preaching. Heroes, research, and gear. Those three things are going to make you better. You don't need to go be buying the lucky dice pack if you're on a budget. There are certain things that will make you uh, more effective in this game, so make sure you're spending money on the right things. Now, if you're rich, 
spend on it all go for it we love the big power uh big players that spend the money the ones that help continue to grow the game um but remember it's still the little guys like a lot of us that can continue to make it um last for a long time so those are just a few things to get you going uh for all the newbies out there and i hope that helps you get started in the game uh now i just want to go through as i said before it was a two topic today we got uh, i'm going to approach this as five legends of the west that i've uh played against and with throughout my day the two years that i played and i'm doing this more on not the juggernauts that we all know of we all know jack the river we know easy to be bad vic clovern uh nogax raja i mean they're all over the place duchess mars Dayas, joey um we've got mega accounts all over the west um the chaoses and there's a lot of really great players out there raja i mean i can just keep on going with all these great players but i'm going to do a quick list of the five players that really help bring this game to life and you can adapt there's all different strategies and different types of players too so it kind of ties in to what i was saying before so without further ado the five players that I've enjoyed playing with the most throughout my time in West game that you may or may, uh, may not have heard of. Number five. Number five is Psycho Michal. I think I enunciated that right. Uh, he's from the SND Alliance in State 21 now. He is 1.2 billion force, and don't be scared uh, out there if you're a newer listener. Like I said, I've been playing for over two years, so a lot of the players that I play with uh, tend to have a higher force, but you get to know them over the years. 1.2 billion force with 14.3 million kills. That's what impresses me the most about that. That means this player is on and looking at all times. I'm not sure where 14.3 uh, billion kills ranks anymore, but I'm, I know it's still a top 50 uh, force killed in the game. Uh, it's just an impressive, he used to terrorize, terrorize us. If, if we were getting attacked, uh, in state 28 from S and D, I can assure you that this player was there. He wasn't leading the rallies, even though he would every once in a while. Uh, but he was always there. I, I don't know if the guy sleeps, just constant, constant pressure that this guy will, uh, put on you. So that's a number five for us. Psycho Macau. S&D, State 21. And by the way, State 21 is looking, looking tough. That's a great addition for them. That S&D alliance is very, very sound. So great job there. Number four. I can't go through the list without mentioning one of my own players. Uh, I'm going to go with One Arm Killer. Uh, he is from my alliance, the Redneck Nation RXN in State 28. And he's 864 million force. Here's the glory of this. And this is why I definitely wanted to put him on the list. For those of you that are just beginning, this player in over two years has not spent one penny on this game. He's moved twice. And when he first came to my alliance, uh, within the first two days that the game started, he said, I've played these games before. I want to try playing. I will be as loyal as loyal as any player you ever have, and I'll be the last person that ever leaves RXN if you give me a chance, but I want to play without spending a dime. 
He's $864 million now. He's never spent a dime. It gives you hope out there that you don't have to be constantly digging in your pocket to play at the highest levels. If there's a fight, guess who's there? One arm killer. It's it's been a joy, a journey, and so much fun to have had him along my side uh, for over two and a half years, a close friend. And his name is One Arm Killer. That's legitimately because he has one arm. Now you have the advantage uh, when you're clicking or typing to go ahead and dual hand and make things quick. Not for this one. One arm actually goes through and has the one finger his his damn messages, and if he wants to click and set up his gear, it takes a little bit longer. Uh, he's just a uh, great guy, great teammate, and I'm so happy to have gotten to know him over the years. Uh, so shout out to uh, an RXN member, One Arm Killer. Number three. Number three on the list is an old nemesis of mine called Richard Nog. Yeah, Richard, uh, he is out of State 12 now, the Out for Hire Alliance, O4H. Uh, he is currently at 1.1 billion force with 8.194 uh, force kills. Here's another way to play the game, and that's why I wanted to start, like I said, with the beginning of this. You get to play different styles. So we were in 14 together in a completely different alliances. And when we were in 14, it was a socialist society or experiment in one state. Uh, when we moved our alliance over from state one, um, we weren't welcome <laughs> at all. Uh, everyone thought we were just there to destroy the state and so on and so forth. Um, and we did come in and we tried to adhere to the rules because when you first moved in, if you were a top five alliance, you're allowed to attack any other alliance in the state. So we knocked out the fifth alliance when we moved in because we were bigger and started attacking the previous number five. Well, the whole state rose in arms and fought against us. Now, I tell you that quick story just to tell you this. Richard, like me, is uh, he kind of knows how to get under someone's skin. Uh, he's picking, 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 funny one-liners, but the guy is generally in a good mood. You can joke with Richard. He's not one to get offended. He he plays hard. His account is incredibly strong for you know, he's uh at this, you know, this level, he's only one point one billion. I know that sounds a like a lot to some of the newer players, but he's not over the top. But he is massively effective when he's out there fighting. But he's also just one of the funniest, fun loving guys. And at first, I mean, he still has uh all kinds of nicknames for me. I I talked to him the other day when we were fighting and he still calls me Big Perm. So I want to give a shout out to Richard Nog. Thank you so much for uh, for making the game enjoyable for me. Number two, it's Cassidy out of the GSTZ Alliance that currently uh, resides in state 43. Uh, 1.3 billion with 6.5 million force killed. Cassidy is that player that everybody adores. She is so much fun to be around. She's very, very level-headed. And by God, can she fight. So when, you want, when you're looking for that teammate to keep almost your crazy players in check, someone like me that can get a little out of control, we always good to have someone like a Cassidy on your team. Uh, she can reel you in, make sure you don't do anything too stupid because she actually uh, fights smarter than a lot of us. 
And in the end, she's just a really, really heart of gold type of person. So if you can get on a team with someone like that, Cassidy, big shout out there. Number two, Cassidy. And our number one is Legenda X. He's out of the ZHTS Alliance in State 71. He, here's some hope. He's 365 million force with 15.65 billion force killed. I know that rakes him in the top uh, 20 in force killed at only 365 million force. The reason I bring him in is the guy's an outright killer. This is not just your, uh, just not your player that goes out there and traps. Um, he always has the smartest gameplay about how to get you to hit him or him to take you down, and he's absolutely relentless. If you come uh, come across Legenda, be wary. Be wary in the in the uh, game of West. Shout out to our number one Legenda X. Uh, geez, that's our first West game. West game podcast right there. I want to thank you all for tuning in. Go ahead and, like I said, subscribe to the podcast. It only helps me out, helps the uh, podcast grow. Share the hell out of this. Uh, I want to thank you all for tuning in and enjoy the West game. There's so much fun out there. And feel free to uh, uh, type any of the people I, I mentioned in this podcast. I'm sure they give you any tips and tricks of the trade along the way. So once again, that's Liquor Listings, Bigger and McCracking, uh, giving you our first update in podcast about the West game. Have a great day, all. Stay safe. Like and love you.